Welcome to Gaily Inspiration with Godly and Gay, the podcast where we uplift and inspire the LGBTQ plus community and our allies. I'm Candace Hardnett, your host, and I'm looking forward to being an inspiration and being inspired by you. Let's go. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. I hope everyone has had a dynamic week. If you're not following me on social media, please take a moment to find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Clubhouse, all under the name Godly and Gay. I'd love to connect with you. I'm thinking of adding a Dear Godly segment to the podcast episodes, sort of like a Dear Abby, where I read your anonymous letters and respond with words of encouragement, wisdom, and advice. If you're interested, please send me a letter. You can do so through our social media channels, or you can email me directly at godlygayinfo at gmail.com. That's godlygayinfo at gmail.com. I look forward to connecting with you. In last week's episode, I talked a lot about being free, coming out of the closet and living out loud, as I like to call it. The title of the podcast was Free at Last. Let me encourage you, if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and go back. That's recorded there. Go back and check that out. But I want to remind us all that freedom is not always free. Most of the time, freedom comes with a cost. For LGBTQ people, coming out of the closet can cost us tremendously. We can lose family, friends, security, jobs, positions, even our lives. Although it's 2022, many states did not include sexual orientation and gender identity in their non-discrimination legislation, meaning an LGBTQ person can be fired, refused service, or denied opportunities based solely on their sexuality or gender identity or gender expression. And despite the discrimination, there's no legal infraction, so the person who's acting in a discriminatory way does so without consequence. Today, I want to give three, I'm going to call them observances that I've made regarding coming out. Because coming out does not look the same for every person, and I think we need to talk about it. Let's face it, being openly gay is a fairly new concept in America. Being closeted was the norm for LGBTQ people well into the 70s. People who were same gender attracted or who defied societal gender norms often lived two lives. One, which conformed to social courtesies, so they did not discuss or disclose their sexuality, nor did they dare express their gender in any way that was not socially acceptable. And the other life where they could be free. They could wear what made them feel whole. They could love without restraint or rules. I was born as the 70s were coming to a close, and as a child, I can recall knowing gay and lesbian people. Some were family, others were friends of the family, and their sexuality was never outwardly discussed. Instead, there were code words that were used amongst the adults to hide the fact that these people were were different. This was unfortunately the expected life of an LGBTQ person in those times. Stay hidden. Don't say anything. Pretend so that you don't make the world around you uncomfortable. Forget about your comfortability. It's what other people will think. You know, a lot has changed in 40 years. LGBTQ people have become more visible and more visible than ever in recent years. 
There is LGBTQ representation on TV, in movies, in advertisements, in music, and even in some churches. And as a result, the attitudes regarding LGBT people has shifted. According to a 2021 Gallup poll, 70% of Americans now support marriage equality. This number has increased from 27% in support in 1996. Things are changing, but that doesn't make coming out for many people easier. Let's talk about it. Here's my first observation. Few LGBTQ people are 100% out across all intersections of life. I don't know of many LGBTQ people who are out everywhere, and rightfully so, because being out everywhere can be dangerous. What I found is that most LGBTQ people avoid people and places where they feel unsafe. Thus, they don't have to come out in those spaces. As LGBTQ people, we don't owe anyone our authenticity if they intend to use it as an excuse to harm us. I'm bringing this up mainly for those who feel ashamed because they can't bring themselves to tell that one elderly family member about their sexuality or gender. Or for those who feel guilty because they have not come out to everyone on their job. Or for the person listening who feels pressured to come out and they're not ready. Coming out is personal. And as a community, we should not judge people who are not ready or who have come out only to certain people or who hide their sexuality or gender when unsure of the reaction of other people. If you've been living with that type of shame, I want you to free yourself from it right now. My next observation is that coming out is not a one and done. Mm -mm. You will likely come out hundreds of times in your life because we live in a heteronormative society and people will naturally assume that you are straight or cis, regardless of how many rainbows you wear, regardless of how short you cut your hair or how hard you rock those stiletto nails, somebody is going to assume that you're straight. With every new encounter, eventually you will have to confirm or disclose who you are. And it gets exhausting. The fear of being rejected, the anxiety of the aftermath. I think most of us have learned the art of toe dipping. We learn how to test the waters, so to speak. We have trained ourselves to listen for hints of affirmation and bigotry. We throw out bait to see the response. How about that Amy Schneider on Jeopardy? And we wait and we listen for their response. And we breathe a sigh of relief when they call her she. We smile when they talk about the fact that she is the first transgender woman to win so many games on Jeopardy. And not just the fact that she's transgender, but a woman, period. And we smile and inside we know that they're a safe person to talk to. They're safe. We're safe around them. Here's my last observation. There are levels of outness. This kind of goes back to my first observation. Every person is different, but I've noticed that most LGBTQ people have levels to their outness. For instance, parents and grandparents seem to be a level for many people. 
How many times have you heard from a friend or perhaps you've even said it yourself? My parents and my grandparents know who I am. And so as long as they know, I don't care who else knows. That's because they're a level. This is usually when parents are supportive that people go by this level. And that level, once you've reached it, it makes you feel whole. Another level is the friend group level. The people who matter know. I'm out to those who deserve my truth. I'm out to those who deserve to know who I am. For some, it's family and friends, but people on the job and strangers don't need to know anything about my personal life. And so often, it's once we reach a certain level that we feel accomplished. So we can come out to friends, but if we haven't come out yet to our parents, then we don't feel out at all. Or we don't mind being out to family, but we feel shame around the fact that we hide our sexuality at work. I think the key for everyone is to determine which level unlocks it all. Which level is the key to unlock everything? Once you've reached that level of outness, it really doesn't matter beyond then. See, for many of us, it's our grandparents or our parents, and that's the final level that we need to achieve. And once they know, then we will feel accomplished, we will feel out, we will feel secure. But until they know, we will continue to feel an element of shame. Like we're not really unlocking ourselves completely. We're not really telling a complete truth. Can I tell you mine? My level of outness that made the difference for me. Mine was when I thought about the fact that God knows all about me and loves me just the same. This was my rationale and it still is. It's always been that there is nothing I can hide from God, even if I manage to hide it from the world. Nothing. God sees all, knows all, and loves me just the same. My sexuality wasn't a surprise to God. Not at all. I didn't have to sneak it into a conversation. He was there when I got my first crush. He knows. He was there as I struggled to understand what was happening to me and what I really felt and what I really liked. He was there. He was there when I came to grips with myself. In fact, I believe it was through the Holy Spirit that that actually took place. And if God knows Why should I feel ashamed of any human being on this earth knowing? If God is okay with me, why should I care if any human being on this earth is not okay? Now, am I still cautious around people who might want to harm me or my family? Absolutely. I'm no fool. I'm not looking for trouble. I'm just looking for peace. And I found it by accepting myself and God's love for me. I pray this podcast helps you do the same. Did you enjoy this podcast episode? Want to hear more? Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Also, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel for awesome inspirational content. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends. As always, be blessed and be a blessing. I love you.